Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Welcome. Welcome so much. I'm so glad to have you here, Kyle Shannon, to share um, Storyvine, a wonderful new app that's going to help people out there. I'm not tech savvy. I know a lot of people <laughs> are not tech savvy out there. And you want to put out professional videos for your business. It's a great way to build brand credibility, understanding with people, and to build that trust with people by having professionally done videos. And that's what you offer people. But before we go to sharing everything about your platform and how they help people, let's share your backstory. How did you come to creating this? Ah, great. Sure. Happy to do that. Um, I, I don't know where you want me to go. So I, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's been a, it's been a, 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 a twisted path. So I started uh, as a storyteller. I'm trained as a storyteller. I have a fine arts degree in acting. Um, I've written seven screenplays. And, uh, and in the mid nineties, uh, I, as, as a, as an actor in New York, you have to have a day job. So my day job was doing desktop publishing. So I had a little bit of computer background and in the mid nineties, when the web came along, I ended up starting one of the first art and culture magazines on the web. Wow. And then subsequently, um, co-founded agency.com, which was one of the very first digital web agencies. So, um, so that, that, uh, was wild. It was, you know, one of those right place at the right time kind of things. And we grew from two people to 2,200 people in five years and built some of the very first websites for the Fortune 500s. It was actually a really remarkable time. And then, um, and then sold that in 2002 and kind of went off and did a couple of, I don't know, hobby startups or check writing exercises, um, just bad ideas that shouldn't have been businesses. And then in 2005, YouTube comes out. Yeah. And I, I had an epiphany around short form video that that short form video was going to be a thing. I didn't know what thing, but I just thought this feels like it's going to be important. Mm -hmm. And then I also recognized that the, the kind of story structure that has naturally emerged for things like sitcoms and one hour dramas and two hour movies and, you know, television shows, you know, daily talk shows, they all follow, you know, the, the formula of some sort of structure that that was missing in large part from this short form video. And so I had a thought around what if you could create a business where you provide that story structure for short form video that would make it easy for people to tell their stories powerfully. Mm -hmm. And the vision is really, you know, what if you could democratize video storytelling so that you didn't have to be a cinematographer and a writer and a director and an actor to be able to do a two minute video well. So that's that, that's been the genesis of it. That, that's fabulous because we spoke before the interview. And one thing that we both saw, both in YouTube and both with podcasting, is people just throwing out there and say, turning on the mic, woo, I'm a podcaster, or mm -hmm. turning on the video camera and be like, look, I'm a YouTuber. But a lot of times they're not getting the traction because they don't have they're not good at telling that story. Um, mm -hmm. You might be good at sitting with a cup of coffee and talking to a good friend that already had the context. They know who you are. They know your background, but how do you come into people who don't know who you are? Just boom, turning on your video and telling that story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's well, and the, the way I see it, I, I see storytelling as a bit of a lost art that we're rediscovering as a culture. So if it, the, I have a theory that, that the 20th century was an anomaly, because if you look at the late 1800s and the early 1900s, all of these storytelling technologies get invented all at once. 
Um, you know, you get you get radio and television and film and photography, and there's there's a bunch of things that are very technological. And over the 20th century, we go from being sort of the great letter writing society, you know, of the late 17 and 1800s, to turning our story telling power over to someone else, right? So we let filmmakers make movies for us and we let TV people make TV for us. So there's five generations in the 20th century that are that sort of offload storytelling skills to someone else. And then in the, in the you know, early to mid nineties, the internet and the web comes along and all of a sudden we're kind of handed back these tools. Like here are these stories, you don't need to be a big media company to, to do a newspaper or a blog or a newsletter or a TV show or a radio show, a podcast. And so, and video is another one. And so I feel like as a, as a culture, as a society, and really globally, we're getting, we, we were handed these tools and now we're kind of muddling our way through rediscovering the power. And, and yeah, and sometimes it's just rambling. Sometimes it's not storytelling. And that's, that that's important because you know when a story is well told you know it's got a beginning a middle and an end we we very deep in our brains un understand that structure and how to listen to a story so you know i'm finding something interesting you said right there kyle and that was that we've lost the art of storytelling and we kind of handed it over to a third party mm -hmm. uh, whether it be movies or other people singing songs for us and i wonder if that plays a part in kind of losing who we are because i i i'd heard that you know with social media that a lot of people are like oh i can't wait to get that like or that follow because we've kind of lost the identity of who we are Mm. And I think your platform could give back people their own story to themselves, not just to who they're talking to. That's that's the vision. That's that's the vision is that it, it really is. Everyone has a story to tell. And, I, you know, what does that actually mean? I think what it actually means is um, everyone wants to connect. And I think stories are a way to connect when you when a story is well told it makes it relatable to someone else and, and relevant to someone else. And, and so there's an empathetic connection there. And so I think as humans, you know, that's what we desire is connection and empathy and, and, and all of that sort of stuff. And so I think storytelling is a tool in that mix and it's a tool that we're relearning. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. And I'm, what I'm getting from this is that you could actually through the storytelling and using this app Storyvine, learn to tell your story, but also learn things about yourself probably as you're telling them. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we, we have, so, so one of the, uh, one of our senior advisors, this guy named Kevin Clark, he used to run uh, IBM's global brand, like really impressive guy. And, and he's got an incredible vocabulary. When you talk to him, you need a thesaurus, you know, he's really smart. And, um, but, but we created a template for him to do thought leadership. And, and it was, we call it the now new next template. And the idea was, you know, what's something going on now? What's new about that? And what's next? And in in doing that, one of the things that he realized is that by regularly doing this structured, this short little three-part storytelling thing, it actually changed the way he thought about when someone asked him his opinion on a topic, he said that structure popped into his head instinctively. And he started instinctively telling, answering questions in a storytelling format. So even though it's training wheels for an individual story, I think if you do it over and over again, you actually kind of build, you know, muscle memory or nerve memory, brain memory yeah. um, to, to be able to tell stories more instinctively. You know what this recalls for me? You had mentioned early on that we've kind of lost um, the format of writing. It used to be in the 18 and early 1900s. You do a yeah. lot more writing to each other, mailings, letters. 
And I found for myself, I got into probably in 2006 doing a lot of journaling for myself. Mm-hmm. And through that journaling, which I think this is sort of like doing it, but audibly, um, putting it on paper, things you're feeling, thinking, and they begin to see a pattern. It's like, oh, something's coming out. I'm starting to see a whole picture here, a whole story here, if you will. Yeah. And then you begin, oh, my, I start to see things about myself and what's going on in my life that I hadn't seen before. So this yeah. Yeah, this could be a great work for a psychology later on. This <laughs> this platform, but yeah. potentially, yeah. In fact, in fact, I've done a couple of uh, prototyping, you know, projects with with psychologists and having psychologists and patients, you know, sort of trade stories back and forth. So, so I think there's probably something there, even at that level. Share with me what you think uh, it could be used for. Now we're we're going past COVID. Hopefully, it's totally past COVID. And we're going post COVID. That's yeah. why the name of the show is um, Life After COVID. But do, how do you see that this could play a part in helping people create that story and just getting out of the muddle and back to life? Yeah. So so let me give. I'll give you a, a, a flesh out a bit more about what Storyvine is and who we currently work with. So so Storyvine is. Um, it's, it's a platform. It's not just an app. There, there's, we, we allow our customers to be able to create um, templates like story frameworks that, that um, their people can then tell their stories within. So let me give you a specific example. We do a lot of work in healthcare and pharma. So let's say Pfizer um, wants patients of a certain drug to be able to talk about their diagnosis journey or their treatment journey. Um, we would actually create a template for that patient to be able to tell their story. And then the Storyvine app actually walks that patient step-by-step through telling a story. So we actually imagine what we want the ideal story to be. We then break that into what we call story beats, right? Little, little chunks. And then we prompt the patient step-by-step how to tell a story. So it might be, you know, introduce yourself, where you live, and when you were diagnosed. Okay, I can do that. And then someone will answer that. And then they get prompted with the next question. When were you di- or when you were diagnosed, how did that feel? Oh, it felt awful, right? And then they go on to the next step. You know, how have you been treating it? And what's that been like? And then maybe the final one is, what are your hopes and dreams for the future? So we create a little mini hero's journey, a little mini story arc, and then we walk someone step-by-step through answering those questions. Then those clips go up to the cloud, and sitting up in the cloud is, is, think of it like a fully edited video, but it's just an empty shell waiting for those clips to come in. So somebody answers clips, answers some questions in the app, it goes up to the cloud, and a few minutes later, a fully edited video is produced that is actually also really good storytelling because that's how we've broken the story down. That, that's amazing to me, and this recalls for me, like if you're sitting uh, uh, 60 minutes and they're questioning you and giving you questions, they're asking you questions, you're asking and it's kind of like that, but minus the person sitting there with you, they just. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it's a bit of virtualized director, right? We, uh-huh. We've taken the director and virtualized it. In fact, the app, uh, there's a little dotted outline where you put your head in the frame. It's, it's literally put your head here and do, you know, answer this or, you know, do this. Um, so for for the end user, they're not really experiencing telling their story or storytelling. All they're doing is answering questions, but the secret underneath it is in, in creating those prompting questions, we're thinking about storytelling. So when you stitch those answers together, they actually tell the story. So there's so Storyvine kind of has two halves to it. There's the creating the template, figuring out what are the stories we want to tell and who do we want to tell them? And then we build that template. And then the second phase is now we get those people to use the Storyvine app to tell those stories. And then the, and then the organization... 
um, can curate those videos and figure out which ones are best and they can review them before they go live. So one of the differences between just a, a social media app like TikTok uh, is that they're designed to make a video and share it immediately. Whereas Storyvine, if it's Pfizer wanting to tell patient stories, well, those have to get through legal approval and they have to be on brand and on message and they have to be appropriate for the yeah. task at hand and things like that. So we do a lot of work in healthcare and pharma. We do a lot of work in uh, the nonprofit space. So, um, you know, advocacy groups and nonprofit organizations telling their stories of impact. Um, we've done a fair amount of work in the political space. So uh, campaigns getting, you know, grassroots supporters to make videos of support or, you know, a ballot initiative talking about some issue and why it's important that you vote yes on this bill or no on this bill. So, so those are some of the things we've done historically. To your question about, you know, what could Storyvine be used for in this post-COVID world? So a couple, of, I have a couple of thoughts on this. I mean, we're very much in the middle of it. So I think the biggest thought I have is nobody knows what's going on right now. Like nobody has the answers. But but a couple of big things that I, that I think have happened. One is the shift to digital technologies and digital communications. Probably. 10 years of digital adoption has been collapsed into, you know, overnight. Like all of a sudden we're all doing digital and people who are like, I don't know how to use my webcam. Well, now they do. Right. You know, yeah, right. I, right. So, so, so I think, I think there's that. And, and, and I think we are now, now that we're whatever, seven or eight months into this thing and in, into isolation and using all these technologies, I think we're out of the phase of just like use whatever, like, you know, Zoom sort of rose to the top because, you know, it was sort of on everyone's lips and everyone used it and we're using it. A tool like Storyvine is not a real time tool. Like Zoom is a real time tool. You book a Zoom meeting, right? And in fact, I, I will admit to it here is a little late to this one. My apologies. Um, but but it's real time. It's It's synchronous. Storyvine is an asynchronous tool. So I think one of the things that Storyvine could potentially play a role in is you know, let's let's say that you wanted to you're, you're having a virtual event and it's going to happen over two or three days in a virtual thing like this. But in order for for people coming to that event to meet the speakers, maybe they use Storyvine to do a speaker profile or to give a preview of what they're going to talk about. So I actually get to see, you know, so that that speaker gets to record that video on their own time. It then gets posted and it, and it can be watched on the, you know, the, the viewer's own time. So that idea of, of sort of time shifting um, when videos are created and when they're consumed um, could be of value. Um, in terms of use cases, I don't know. They're all over the place. Yeah, but I also really, really see the application of customers, uh, testimonials. They can actually mm -hmm. share how they're feeling about the company. And, and by asking these very direct questions, give a nice story of how this product or service has really affected them for the better. And the same goes for also the employees or anyone in the company or people who've worked with them. So yeah, I see all sorts of applications for both individuals and for companies. Yeah, this yeah. is tremendous. Yeah, yeah. The the, the testimonial thing is a really interesting one because, and, and what, what you point to is, you know, Storyvine is a video technology, but, you know, not all videos are created the same, right? <laughs> you know, some videos are, are better at something than, than another. So for example, there, there was a big phase of like these whiteboard videos, right? Where it was like, you know, there's a whiteboard explainer videos. Well, those are really good at explaining something. But if you want a human being to talk about how awesome your restaurant is or how, how awesome your service is or how great it is to work for that company, that's a very different exercise. So what Storyvine's really good at is where you've got replicable stories. So 
It's the same kind of thing over and over again. A customer testimonial is always the same, right? It's here's when I met the, you know, the company, right? Or the, you know, the person I worked with. Here was my experience with them. And here's, you know, what I would say to another customer, right? There, there was some version of that. So, so Storyvine kind of codifies that little framework and then makes it very, very easy to then replicate that story over and over and over again. Awesome. And, and it's, what, what's fun is a lot of times when people hear about this concept, where they immediately go is, well, won't that get boring? That, that you know, it's, it's always the same. I'm like, well, but what's different is the story and the person, right? What's the same is the, is the structure. But, but like, I always go back to, if you're a fan of Seinfeld, Seinfeld, the structure of Seinfeld, every episode is identical. They start in Jerry's apartment. They go do some wacky hijinks in the world. They end up at the diner talking about the wacky hijinks, and then they go back to Jerry's apartment and lick their wounds, right? <laughs> every single episode's identical structurally, but everyone's different because yeah. the situation changes, and that's the same idea here. That's exactly. Now, how does someone get started? A company out there, individuals like, oh my gosh, this is like, where has this been? I want to get involved in and get to making my own awesome videos. How do they do that? Yeah. So, so it's, it's, uh, you can go to storyvine.com. You can, you know, go check out the site. There's, there's sort of two ways to do it. If you're an individual, so Storyvine right now is primarily kind of a B2B kind of thing where if you've got a marketing organization, something like that, um, or, or, you know, even, a, even you want to do video, you know, marketing for your business, then, you know, call us up and we'll sort of figure out what you want to do. That said, you can download the Storyvine app and there's a bunch of free templates that people can just use for free and you can make as many videos as you want. And there's, you know, there's a how-to template in there and there's a customer testimonial template. And there's, we did one just for COVID called a video, a video update. And the basic idea was I, I, I kind of had this, this, thought that, well, people are going to be locked down for a while and they might need to like let people know what's going on. So with this template, you can choose what kind of update it is. You can say, is this a community update or a company update or a personal update or a health update? Mm -hmm. And then it says, what's your update? And then the next prompt is, um, what's next? Like, you know, you sort of introduce yourself, you give your update, and then you say, what's next? And you answer those questions. And a few minutes later, you get back this professionally produced video that you could share with a team or with your family. And that's, it's been remarkable. We've had businesses talk about how they're adapting to COVID. We've had, we had a, when it, the, uh, when the virus first broke out, we had a woman in Italy who was locked down in Milan doing an update for her friends. You know, we've had family updates. We had the the people that did vote by mail in Ohio used it to give updates to the community about here's what's going on with the vote by mail program. So um, so you can either as an individual just download it and play with Storyvine as much as you want. Or if you're a business and want to do it, um, check out the website and, and, you know, give us a ring and we'll yeah, have a conversation. We'll started. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Kyle, I just have to thank you. This is revolutionary. I can just see amazing uh, things you. happening with Storyvine. I, I thank you so much for creating it and having the idea. I think it's going to do tremendous work in the world. And I thank you again for coming to Savvy Broadcasting and sharing your gifts and wisdom. But before we go, we do have Sarah on the line. Would you like to ask any questions, Sarah? I would love to know what's next for Storyvine. Hmm. hmm. So that's, it's a very good question. Uh, Sarah. So, so we just launched a new product, which is, so, so let me unpack it a little bit. So Storyvine historically is um, it's, it's a B2B kind of uh, relationship where a company will hire us. We figure out what stories do you want to tell? And then we go build you those templates, right? So it's a, it's a very customized kind of, kind of thing. 
we just launched in September our very first self-service product. It's called Storyvine Now, and we're building pre-built template kits. And so what happens is you're able to, with Storyvine Now, you can log in, swipe your credit card, upload your logo in two colors, and go make as many videos as you want for specific use cases. So the first two that we launched, we were, I don't know if you knew this, but we were just in an election season. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think everyone might be aware. Okay, you think they might know. <laughs> so the first two kits we launched was one of them was for political campaigns and one of them was for ballot initiatives. What? So the political c- campaign kit has a template for a grassroots supporter temp, you know, story um, for a an issue, like talk about an issue and where the candidate stands on it, and then for a campaign update. So there's sort of three flavors of videos that can be made. And for a small monthly fee, they can go make as many videos as they want. And they're professionally produced with their branding and their colors. So those were the first two that we launched. And we're right now figuring out what are the next kits we're going to roll out. Um, small business is one of the areas that we're looking at. So think like a video marketing kit, like customer testimonial, um, a product description template. Like if you're a brewery, talk about how awesome the beer is or what it goes well with. And then a meet the staff template. So, you know, meet the brewer or meet the vintner for a winery, things like that. So, so we don't know what the next ones are, but they're likely going to be in the, in the small business arena, um, real estate. Um, small uh, batch manufacturing, something like that. I'll be looking out for that. I think it's great because I think people love, in this time more than ever, like, know, and trust. And the best way to do that is to connect with someone. And what better way than to say, here are the people that are, you are working with, whether you're a health company or mm-hmm. whatever industry you're working with, you get to meet the people who, who are helping you. Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. And, and it's, there is such a difference, like think testimonial. There's such a difference between reading a testimonial. Oh, this was awesome. How do I know that that was actually that person as opposed to seeing a video of, oh, I, I saw that person at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so the, the human connection, it's one of our core values as a company is, is returning the human connection to a world of technology. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, that's that's something that's really important to us. I think the human connection is important and and uh, storytelling is a piece of that. It's just a tool that helps us connect. Great. So that that new app, the Storyvine Now, they can get off your website as well? Yeah. If you go to now.storyvine.com, you can see the two kits that are there. And then as we roll out new kits, those will be available. That is fabulous. Well, I, I just have to thank you again. This is fabulous work, uh, Kyle. Thank you for coming to Savvy Broadcasting and sharing all of this. Thank you so much. This was awesome. Thank you, Sarah, for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. This is a pleasure. You betcha. Take care, guys. If you like this episode, please share. To hear more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to lifeunscriptedradio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at christinalifeunscriptedradio.com.